Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Cyber Law Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Pollack, cybersecurity and privacy attorney with McDonald Hopkins. Uh, and welcome back. Um, as always, keep those questions, calls, comments coming, 410-917-5189, or email me at S Pollock, that's S as in Sam, P as in Paul, O-L-L-O-C-K at McDonaldHopkins.com. Very excited today. I've got Two superstars in this industry, Perry Sal, head of claims, and Ruben Medina, head of security, both at Alpha Secure. Uh, Perry and Ruben, thanks for being here. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. So we we had a great conversation a couple weeks ago um, when we were at Net Diligence, Perry and I. Then I got to talk with Perry and Ruben again um, because I think Alpha Secure is doing a lot of really cool things to be proactive with their insurance. And, you know, one of the big things is they're kind of getting to peek behind the firewall and into the systems of their insureds. But uh, as I was talking to them about, a lot of times I hear from clients is we don't trust the insurance company. They're looking for any way to disclaim us and not pay us. Uh, I don't want you to see in our backyard. It's kind of the big brother aspect. And so one of the biggest things I was curious about, and I'm going to kick it to Perry to start, is how are you getting past the skeptics, like what? What is the conversations you're having with your insureds? No, that's a great question, and thanks for having us. Yeah, you know, skeptics are always out there, and you know, it's our job to be as transparent as possible. And we have a great customer success team that basically walks them through what the value prop is, um, and we get on a call before potentially a bind. It's just so that. Our clients, our insurers have a better understanding of what the software is, what we do. And if they're not comfortable with that, we also do provide a standard policy so that we won't have our ADR solution um, basically monitoring their uh, endpoints. But essentially, most of the time when we have these calls, I would say about 95% of the time, uh, we are able to help our insurers understand what we do and turn a corner and they end up uh, utilizing our software. So the skeptics, there, there's always going to be skepticism and and rightfully so. So it's really our job to provide as much information as possible bef- so that the insurer can make an informed decision. And I think that's really critical. And it's just about being transparent um, and providing them with a good value proposition that makes sense to them. Yeah, and I think that you make a very good point, right? It's the customer care. It's being able to kind of walk somebody through this to help them understand because I feel like in all of our lives, between the insurance side, claims, legal, tech, it's really hard for someone that's not in our industry to get it. So I think what you all are doing is really important and kind of with the handholding and the value proposition. And I guess really the second part of this, and I should have probably started with Ruben, I apologize, is... You've given a really good analogy, uh, talking about the iceberg analogy, right, when it comes to security. So my question is, can you kind of explain what we discussed before with the iceberg analogy and then how that fits into what you all are doing? So what you're trying to find, do, prevent, and provide. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, the iceberg analogy uh, for me is this. If you look at a lot of what the uh, security, specifically the cybersecurity, cyber insurance sector is doing right now is... Most every company is using external scans, right? Um, they're not actually on the endpoint. They're they're scanning your your domain, 
uh, they're getting a really top level look at what your vulnerabilities might be based off external information. Uh, and that's great. Like uh, you can actually surmise quite a few things doing an external scan. Uh, that's really valuable. Um, I think it's a, it's an important part of any, uh, any security, uh, um, uh, any sort of security stance you're looking at or any sort of security evaluation an external scan is important, but it's like that iceberg, right? You know, only 10% of the iceberg is above water. And when you're doing these external scans, that's really the only part of the threat you're seeing. There's this other 90% that's underwater that these companies don't have eyes into. Uh, the only way they could possibly is if they partner with, you know, uh, another company that already has a, an endpoint detection response program and have access to that data. And and that's really the difference with what we do at Alpha Secure is that because we we offer an enhanced uh, an enhanced version of our product where we install an endpoint detection response software that we've built in house uh, on your endpoint. Now we're seeing everything, right? We can see external, we can do external scans, we can see internal scans. Once that malware is on your system, I have telemetry and data going to a 24 seven SOC uh, to tell me what it's actually doing on your endpoint. And that can be a huge difference in understanding, uh, you know, whether a threat is, usually the difference between saying a threat is maybe happening or you're vulnerable to a threat happening, to saying a threat has happened, here's actually exactly what was exfiltrated in it. You can really start to put more concrete numbers into cost um, and into damages when you have that sort of in-depth uh, vision that we provide. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really cool. I mean, I think a couple of years ago, the biggest issue in the industry was that it, we just were so externally facing and neglecting what was happening internally. And unfortunately, just relying on insureds too much. Um, and unfortunately, small and mid-sized businesses are much less sophisticated and really don't understand what's happening behind their curtain. So I do feel like what you all are doing is gonna really lead to some great success stories. Um, and I would love to kind of hear maybe one or two, one from each of you about things that you've seen um, that you've been able to do that have been successful for your insurance. And I mean, Perry, I'll, I'll start with you. Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, part of what we offer is also a 24 seven security operations center uh, that works hand in hand with our EDR solution. Uh, so, you know, we are able to detect uh, certain sort of anomalous behaviors that, occur and we can reach out to ensure before it blossoms into a cyber incident. And we had a number of matters where, you know, we, we detected something abnormal and it appears to be something that the insured was not aware of. And so we were able to advise them of what's going on, uh, you know, certain programs that are running in the background that they weren't aware of. And so myself and the SOC team headed by Ruben uh, are able to get on a call with them and walk them through that process. And so we were able to develop this trust before a claim happens. And I think that's really critical. Uh, most of the time, insured speak with their insurance carrier when they have a claim. But we've already had a lot of conversations with our insured. So We've building a relationship with our insurance during the onboarding process with our uh, customer success team and also with our security operations center. Uh, so, you know, when we're able to reach out, it develops that trust and they feel more, um, uh, uh, they feel a lot more comfortable reaching out to us directly. And that way we can really assist them. Um, before an incident happens. Uh, there's definitely a number of other uh, scenarios, but I, I'll let Ruben uh, chime in on some of the things that we've worked on. 
Yeah, and I mean, and just to kind of add some color to to what Perry's talking about there is, you know, again, that goes back to the external vision versus, um, you know, looking beyond the firewall, uh, being on the other side of it is, you know, we have uh, we have alerts set up that are looking for specific indicators of compromise or IOCs um, that we're adding to uh, every day. You know, we, we see new stuff come out. Uh, and then we can add and build rules to look for it. And what's nice about that is that that's been, you know, we've had a couple of times where we've been able to see um, processes uh, or indicators of, of something malicious on a person's computer before any exfiltration happens, right? So going from something that was a, a, a vulnerability or something that was kind of in play to saying, hey, we caught it before they actually made away with any of your data. And that's huge. Um the specific example I can think of, uh, I think Perry was talking about building that trust, is uh, we actually had a uh, we had one of our clients, one of our insureds, they reached out to us. Um, they received, and this is this is like so simple, but the simple stuff is so important in this space, especially for small businesses. Uh, they reached out to us because they received an email that was a, a, a spear phishing email. It was targeted. It was uh, spoofing uh, as as a vendor that they did use for security, asking for remote access to one of their computers. And then they felt it was suspicious. And we had developed a, a nice enough relationship with them uh, in the onboarding process that they felt comfortable giving us a, an email and saying like, hey, this seems suspicious. What should I do? So we gave them some advisement to not respond to it. Um, and then I had a spare minute. So I went ahead and I uh, I contacted the vendor that they used that this email was posing as. And I called their customer support. And I was like, hey, do you guys ever do this? Because um, if, if you do, it's not, <laughs> it's, it's a bad policy. It's really, really suspicious. Um, but do you guys ever do this? And I was able to, to find out from one of their uh, customer support techs that no, like they'll never ask for remote access um in that way if they ever do it it's in a you know a planned uh, appointment that you've initiated as the client they'll never initiate on their end and so we're able to not only confirm that for them before it turned into a a claim um, but also now like arm them with the information to know hey this vendor that you have is never going to do this so if this ever comes up in the future you know that that's not uh, that's not them. That's someone posing as them. And it was really nice to um, you know we wouldn't have had that reach out. I think that that connection if it wasn't for the great work our CS team does and that onboarding process. That's awesome. I mean, it's it's always nice to have those real life examples where clients, I'm sure, are thrilled, and it really shows the value of the process and the product you all are using. Um, I think you guys have provided a ton of great insight and information for uh, the audience and the listeners. And uh, I really appreciate both of you all coming on. Yeah, thanks well, for thank having you us. Thank you for having us. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you a lot. And uh, to the audience, thanks again for stopping by. Keep the questions, calls, comments coming. 410-917-5189 or spollock at mcdonaldhopkins.com. And uh, have a great morning, great afternoon, a great evening, and we'll see you on the next one.